Hello Nation. This is Anna. This is Re- this is He-Man Four and Three for Animaga Nation One Eight. And today is a sad day because Ice Slick didn't get his Christmas presents on time. No, no. I think Ice Slick is sad most of all is that today is the last episode of his favorite anime ever, Damachi. <laughs> yes, it's episode twelve, and fortunately for our friend, there will be no more thoughts. For a long time. <laughs> Until like January or next summer. <laughs> Dude, they'll probably they'll probably fast forward that crap anyway. So yes, it is is me, He Man four nine three. I'm actually going back to He Man again. Yeah, I don't know. But I like it. So yeah, we're we're closing in on the last couple of uh, recordings for season one of Animagination. A lot of changes are coming. But we'll talk about that in another upload. But today is Damachi's turn. So that this is this episode to me was that's a lovely. So um, Damachi, this is the um, this is the final episode of Damachi. It has been an interesting season, has it not? Iceland. Yes, very interesting. <laughs> um, we've seen Bell. We've seen Bell grow. We've seen Bell become more of a more important character, and we've seen him really come in his own. And Hestia has just been a thought for the entire <laughs> just been been a thirsty thirsty person. Part of me is kinda happy. I mean I don't have to kinda worry about these worry about these reviews anymore. Well reactions anymore, but I, I'm curious to see what happened, you know, toward next season. Now, for those of you who want to know about my opinion on that trash episode number eleven you you can listen to it on our station, but let's let's begin because I don't know why I can't talk today. <laughs> I don't know why I can't talk today. It's like the ability to speak. So we start our anime where we find Belle with Hestia as she is resting after they had fallen fallen into that hole in the river. The village that they were taken to was called Edis Village, a local located deep within the Bellow Mountain. Calm allowed the three to use his house. Now he is the mayor of the village and allowed his adopted daughter to take care of Hesty. Ias returned from scouting around the battlefield from the day before, reported that no one was there anymore. Bell decided to stay in Edith's village under until Hestia recovered, and Ias agreed to pay the villagers back for allowing them to stay. The two decided to help with the festival preparation. While doing so, they noticed the black objects around the outer edge of the village. A lady explained to Bell that the that they were scales from the one-eyed black dragon. Now, this is the least out of the three quests that still is alive. I think one was like a Hydra, another was like a, a Chimera, and then this one eye black dragon one eye black dragon is still alive. So they so Zeus and Hera failed to kill this particular beast. And they were used to keep the monsters away from the village. Bell walked over to Ayas and noticed that she was staring at what appeared to be a shrine with a black cell, scale inside. He commented that it was like a god to which Ayas quickly rejected with a cold voice he never heard her use before. And what she said was, they're not a god, they're a monster. I was like, oh, shit. Like, what did this dragon do to you, Ayaz? Like, <laughs> like, 
I mean, Jesus. And Belle thought about asking about her change in behavior, but ending up not doing anything about it. So, Islick, what do you think about that? All what I just read from my notes here. What do you think about it? I'm trying to remember all of it, guys. Destination with the because you said the eyes had killed the, the dragon. No, Ayes had said that the scales were not a god because Bell had said that the villagers worship the scales as a god, but Ayes kind of snappingly remarked that they're not. They're but monstrous. Yeah. So, you know, you can. I'm thinking, yeah, because that's not remember what happened in the episode. I was thinking that maybe something had to, there was something during her past that, that the dragons did to her, or maybe did something to her family. I hope they do it later on. Yeah, they might reveal that next season. I would guess maybe killing her parents. I mean, I wouldn't think of anything else. Yeah, because she was no- real pissed off about the dragons. Or maybe she had another guild that she was a part of and they killed that particular guild. But yeah, I think that it showed that IS might have some very disdain for this one-eyed black dragon. But they did make a point. If the black dragon does die, their village is in trouble because now the, the black dragon is dead. The animals won't fear and the anim- and the monsters will come to their village and attack. So in a way, it's kind of like Bell knows he has to do he has to eventually beat this one-eyed dragon. But when he looks around, there's this, there's these people benefiting from the dragon's existence. So it's kind of where he's like, crap, I can't, how do I, and, and then it kind of messes up his, his quest. And it kind of makes him think about, you know, should I go on this quest? Should I defeat this dragon or should I let it go and let these people be safe? And, you know, we see that in a lot of stories where the villain might be doing good or because the villain's villains existence it is causing some type of good from somebody else. It's not just about beating up the bad guys. It's everything has an effect. So even if you kill the bad guy, you might make someone else suffer for that, where he might have been helping them out. So what do you think about that isolate? This could mean that Bell could not kill the one-eyed black dragon. I think it really depends on what a dragon actually does. I don't know. Because the people do worship him for some reason. Right. But yeah. And my theory, I think, is is that this dragon isn't as ferocious as they always say it. Maybe it might be fero- look ferocious, but I don't think it's actually angry. The main problem might be the saw that a bunch of adventurers are trying to kill it, but I don't think it's a bad dragon. And just because it's black doesn't mean it's a mean dragon. You know, what? What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> I'm just saying. We're, we're, we're ensured that all all races are, uh, all all dragons are, are acknowledged here. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, later in the episode, Belle and Ayaz return to Cam's house, the mayor, after finishing up the preparations. Belle left to speak to the mayor, to Mayor Cam, while Ayaz stayed with Hestia, which Hestia did not like. Because she was not, she was very happy. She thought Belle was still in the room. Seizing the opportunity, Hestia asked Ayaz what she thought of Belle. Ayaz answered to Belle that Belle was like a little rabbit to her, much to Hestia's delight. So, what do you think that means, Icelick? Uh, Belle, it was like a rabbit to her. That he's innocent, I think. Like he's maybe that she says like we're not gonna. I don't like him in a physical like manner. 
Like, I don't want to fuck him, which is fine. I mean, sure. I don't know. I thought it was like an innocent, cute looking thing, but I think she still wants to fuck him. <laughs> she just knows. She just knows that Hefty is going to get pissed. So maybe she reworded it in a way that was like, I know I'm not going to make this this thought angry. So let me just say, I like don't kind of don't like him, but I still want that date. Like this guy. I mean. I really don't. I really hate Espia. He's like the worst character in this anime. Oh, so distasteful. Why? Well, Hesia is always kind of always been thirsty for Belle. I think it's the innocence. Because she is a virgin goddess, so maybe she likes him. And, and because she, he was the only person that joined her familia, of course she's going to have a bond with him. So... But now we know that Freya has a bond with him as well. She really loves Belle. She's in love with Belle. And she wants Belle for herself. And she promised that Belle will be her. And I think that's going to be where two goddesses are going to have to go throw down. One's going to get Belle and one's not. Now, just in case, she also added that Aya should make sure not to dote on the rabbit too much or else trouble will start. One of Cam's daughters arrives to check on Hesia and she asked to grant a certain request. Now, notice I click how she like tries to like downplay Belle because she doesn't want Is to have him to herself. So she's like, you know, don't do it on him. Listen, that's my job. She don't you don't want him to get into trouble or anything. Yeah, no, girls always doing that. It's typical has to be It's like, do you like this guy, or do you just try to like sabotage this guy? I think she so. Trying to sabotage yeah. any girl he tries to get. Or any girl that wants him. <laughs> Belle met up with Hestia and Ayas at the festival, both dressed in Cam's daughter's clothes. Cam's daughter suggested that they participate in the festival. The three heard a song and saw a group of people dancing. The old men explained the dance invitations to a woman were like confessions of love, and the woman accepted and they would be a couple. Hestia seized the opportunity and told Belle as, the, as a goddess, she would goddess, she would forget about their fight earlier, and if he danced with her. Belle was confused, but still asked Hestia to dance with her. After dancing with her, Belle went to find Ayas to try to ask her to dance with him. However, Hestia's body slammed into him before he could finish and took place. <laughs> Good Jesus Christ. I remember that. <laughs> it's just, this girl will do anything to get that boy, I swear. I know does. Not as not as extreme as Freya, but like it's it's kind of like Hestia has a silliness to what she does. But I don't want to see her in uh, Hestia in a more of a more of a savage mode where she's trying to do everything. Who's to know how savage she can be with when she has her power? After the festival, Ayas decided that they would leave for Orario the next morning. At that moment, Cam's daughter came running, asking if they would be with her father during his final moment. The three rushed to Cam's house to find him laying, dying in his bed. Cam wished for a goddess to watch over him as he died, revealing that the goddess of the before Mikulantu was Bridget. Hestia revealed that she and Bridget were friends back in heaven. Cam revealed that he was both afraid of seeking and not Richard. Suddenly, Bridget take over Hestia's body to tell Cam she was thankful and that he still loved her, that he still thankful that he still loved her and that she still loved him. Relieve Cam released strength from his body and died. That was so tender, I slick. Yeah, you know, that's the only part I liked in this episode was that the guy 
talking about the guys that he used to have and he missed Yeah, this was this wasn't too bad. I mean, this was a very touching and this showed a lot of emotion, a lot of connection in the character. And we know now why Cam who he was. So he was kind of like Bell, but it's kind of a symbolism of what Bell what would happen if Bell didn't succeed in his goal of protecting Hestia and what would have happened. But it's good that he found peace and he found that he could be with the goddess. He, he, you know, now he's going to be now he's going to become a god. So it's going to be kind of cool. Well, don't they say that the humans get get reincarnated to something else? Well, I mean, well, I mean, he could stay. I mean, he can stay in heaven. Well, because Hestia was saying that they get reincarnated to to something else. Well, we're going to get into that right now, actually. Yeah. Hours later. Hours later, Hestia checked on Belle, asking her if Cam would meet up with Bridget in heaven, to which she answered that it would be hard as souls were normally under the jurisdiction of the gods of the dead. Hestia asked if he was wondering because of the death of his grandfather. Belle nodded and began thinking deeply about Hestia promised him that she would stay with him forever, even if he came home. Even if death separated them, she would find a way. She would find him again, no matter how long it took, and ask him to join her familia again. She added that she shouldn't. He shouldn't be afraid of loving gods. Bell couldn't hold back his tears by this point, and Hestia comforted him. The following morning, the three departed quickly, found as if as she ordered to carry one of them back. But Hestia told her that they will walk. They will walk to about oh, walk back to Oaria. They eventually got back to the mansion where Harahime hugged. Hugged Bell, and she was very, you know, with a concerned look. Finally, relieved that he was safe, and of course, Hestia wasn't happy about that. And that's where we ended our second season. So, Isaac, what do you think? There was one funny part in this episode was that when Ayas put the maid dress, and they said that she looked, they. She, did she put this on because they said that she looks good in that? And I'm like, oh god. Probably they told her that she looks good as a housewife, but okay. I mean, she's a badass housewife because she can defend herself. So I mean, <sighs> you know, she's not like a like a damsel in distress. She can she can fight. Yeah, she is a damsel. In no, she's not a damsel in distress. She's a warrior. That this is kind of sad. They just said that she looks good in that. I mean, I don't. I mean, it's the, like they're trying to downgrade her. It's not. No, I it's think it was just trying to. I think it was trying to strengthen the relationship between Belle and Ayaz. It was kind of like, you know, what if she was a wife to him? They would be very. They would be a power couple because Belle being the power as powerful as he is, and she being the most strongest warrior. They, I don't think anybody could possibly stop them. You know, would take a god in order to defeat them. Those two and. I don't know. And oh, what if what if Bell decides to get reincarnated as a rabbit? What would Hestia think then? Well, I mean, of course she wouldn't do a rabbit, but she'd probably still like take care of him. In it. You remember she said that she sees him as a rabbit. Where did your mind go? Like seriously, where did your mind go? Like we were we were so in, and you just like was like like. Why are you going in the BTL yellow sun? Like, you just like turns into a rabbit. Yes, I guess. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, what it is. 
Well, but it, she said earlier she did, she tried to say she tried to compare Bell to Rabbit. So I think it's just that she would she would be with him regardless of whatever he was. But I don't do a Rabbit like I don't. She's a goddess. Like come on now, she has standards. Like I mean, I know she's a thought and all, but standards, she's still I don't a goddess. So. <laughs> So overall, um, what did you think about this season, this second season of Dimachi? Was it better than the first? Was it interesting? I honestly think that the first season was much better because it was more action-packed and the people actually worked together more in there. Like the characters were more involved. Here it was just mostly, it was really less involved. Like you didn't see as much characters in the, in the, in the second season. Than the first one, I think is where you saw a lot of like focus on, particularly on Ishtar. Like there was a lot of focus on Ishtar. This was her storyline, and I think that it was okay up until eleven. Just eleven was a just so trash. I'm sorry, it was just trash. How do you skip an entire light novel chapter that was built upon trying to strengthen the relationship between Ayaz and Bell? And then had more details about Ishtar and what happened. And it, it just, there was so much that could have been content that could have been made into a third season for that. Instead, they rushed it to, to, to Vault Line. Why? But overall, I think besides that one episode, it wasn't too bad. I would give it a C plus the whole entire thing. I mean, it's not like something I would watch over again. Certain parts or certain fights I would watch. But, like, I wouldn't watch the season over again because it's just, I would probably read the manga. <sighs> I hope these, I hope, um, I hope they do well with volume nine because they skipped a good chapter in volume. There was so much they could have done. I mean, just in this, in this move, in this particular, in this particular storyline, there were so many ties they could have, like, closed, loose tie ends they could have closed up. Instead, they're gonna, <sighs> I'm not here to complain. But what grade would you give season two? I saw. I guess it would be bad. I say B. Oof. <laughs> I gave it a plus. I was more. You gave it a D. Oh, oh why you give it a D? So I just didn't like how the villains were portrayed. Because this was like Apollo. The first villain was was like supposed to be something to be scared about and he became a chump. Then Ishtar was portrayed the same way and she became a chump and then Ares portrayed the same way and he's a chump too. And I'm like, oh my god, all these villains are tr- are <laughs> chump. <laughs> was she about to say all these villains were Trump? Like they just pull off the mask and like oh, I am Trump. I didn't say Trump, I said chumps. <laughs> Like, what is going on? <laughs> they just, like, weak, pathetic villains. And it's just, like, they they put them on a pedestal. And then when it's just, like, time to actually fight the villain, it just becomes a waste because they just defeat them in one little hit. Like, freaking Ishtar got bitch slapped in a horrible way. It was just, like... A little slap, like with a tap slap, and she just falls. And it's just, really? Yeah, that's how it works. I mean, she can no longer return back to the human world. She's done. So mm-hmm. she got to go back to heaven. 
Like her, she can't establish another familia unless they let her. And Apollo just Apollo <laughs> fucked up because of his own self, his own ego. He was yeah. so in his own obsession with himself and his obsession with Bell. He didn't look at what he had, and he had a good captain in Hycathanos who loved him dearly. So he didn't. He wanted Bell for himself because he was like he thought he. That's not how you start a war. You don't start a war just for, because you think a boy is cute. That's kind of. I mean, I don't know that you're you're into your your days. You can you can explain that much more better than I can. How how do you explain that much better? Hey, I I don't know. I'm I'm I like the women, so I can't. I don't know how that goes. I mean, but I just like I just mess up. <laughs> <laughs> the the best fight in this season was more. I think was uh, Aisha and Bell. I think it was. Hikathanos um, was a clear second, but Aisha and Bell, um, both both rounds. I think it when she owned him and when he got his, you know, upcoming Yeah. You know. Yeah. He it kind of he was going through a transition. I do believe that I Aisha probably is going to try to get in the bed too. It's, you know she has. I think he was just trying. If Belle wasn't who was going to stand up, and you could see at that when she did lose, she smiled because she knew that he had surpassed her. She didn't want to be a part of any of that weird stuff that Ishtar was doing, but she couldn't. The fact that. What she did with two Harheen to go ball. So she was just done with Ishtar at this point, but she had to remain loyal because she was charmed in her way. So now that she was free, I think that, you know, they'll, they'll come back and, and search for, you know, for Belle again, saying, Oh, I'm going to be the first one to have Bad Belle. And we're like, No, I'm going to be the first one to have Belle. It's just like, Dear God, like, do you need, do you need a, Cage to fight over who's gonna f- this kid first. Like, yeah, like definitely it. <laughs> and and now there was an, there was a cutscene at the end where this creature came out of the one of the dungeons, and it's so it was like a bluish bluish type creature. Now the canon say that that could be an elf, a, a druid, or a dragon, or a relative of the black dragon. So, what do you think? Did you see that? Last bit. Yeah, I did see that. And I was thinking, I was hoping it w- she won't be another girl that is gonna want Belle like every other. Okay. I, 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 I bet you money. I yeah, it's gonna money happen. All. I know it. You, you, yeah, it's like this dude is just walking. I mean, it's not his fault. It's not that he's trying to like seduce anyone. It's just that these girls. It's like I don't know if they smell the virginity on this boy. But it's yeah, like, mm, so, well, you're so clean. You know, it's like, gone. Smells uh, like roses. Yeah, I, I, geez, I mean, I, I honestly think that this season was all right. I mean, it wasn't perfect, but it was all right. And you think Hestia was pretending to be sick and not? In this episode, so that okay. Bell would dote on her more. Yeah. Yes. Because it looked like when when every time when like Ayas would leave or she would like stop pretending to be sick and then just like come on stop doing that. He was like purposely 
manipulate people with things just to get to just to get Bell's attention. It's just, I don't know. I really don't like their character at all. Well, you do know they have a movie. Yeah, I've heard about the movie, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, I might watch it. But that is it for episode 12, the final episode of the Machi 2, Song of Love. It's been a long road, I slick. You know, we're, it's been a long road this season. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're ready to finally close the door on season one and start working on season two and getting a lot of improvements made. So we have one more R&R for you guys, and that will be the last episode of season one, which is Dr. Stone, episode 13. So stay tuned for that, guys. And uh, Icelick, it's time to go. Say goodbye to your thoughty friends, because you won't see them until January. Yeah, I'm happy with that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Again, thanks to... I want to thank the Damachi Amino for allowing me to post these episodes in. I really appreciate the leader there. He's being very patient. Even when we came out with episodes late, he allowed us to post everyone who listened, everyone who commented in that. Thank you guys so much. Uh, We appreciate what you do, and we appreciate you allowing us to be a part of your community. I will be a little bit more active in the group, and Icelink will be much more active in the group as well. But definitely good. Thank you guys so much. And we are now officially on new grounds. So season two will be uh, eventually put grounds up. We'll put all of our season new grounds. Guys are gone. But yeah. And yeah, I'm also wanted to say I'm starting a YouTube channel about video game. The first video will come out pretty soon. So that. But this is the end of the machine. So for me, Eman493 and Iceland. We will see you guys for Dr. Stone. Well, it's been a pretty interesting season. I'll see you guys for Demachi next time. Or I guess you could say next year. Later. (laughs) Oh, you are so happy to see that. (laughs) Of course I am. Alright. Bye, guys. And you, Demachi fan, for season three.